0: Welcome to my soul life podcast and our soul life conversations. I'm your host, Susan Scollin. And in these episodes, I'll be here supporting and guiding you as we open up and explore who we truly are to live our soul life now. See you inside. A quick reminder for you that all the information shared in this podcast is my experience and the experience of my guest. It's not medical or mental health advice, diagnosis or treatment. And I'd encourage you to seek professional advice where needed. Hello and welcome back to another Soul Life Conversation. As always, I'm excited to be here with you. It's a beautiful Thursday when I'm recording this in November, like early November, and the sun is shining. And I know down in our southern states in Australia, it's a bit cold. So stay warm and stay well. Um, but today we're going to talk about something something that happened to me recently. And it was actually when I went to the dentist and it came up Uh, while I was in there. And I haven't been to the dentist in two years uh, since moving up here, actually. So usually I'm in my dentist every sort of six months, six to seven months. And the reason being that if I don't book in when I've just gone, they won't see me again for I don't know, two years, five years. I've done done those sorts of versions. So I make sure that I'm going back to see my dentist every around six to seven months. It ties in well with uh, the healthcare system here in Australia. And so therefore, if you go any earlier, your health funds typically don't um, give you any rebate. But if you go just after that six month mark, then you get some money back from the money that you put into your health fund. So it's just been a process for me to find a dentist and go and see somebody. And Chris actually found this dentist. Uh, there was an offer on Facebook, and so he booked in. And he thought it was amazing, so he booked me in. And it was amazing for, for the price and the time and exactly what they did and um, the assessment that they did. And then I went back for my second appointment, and it was actually actually at the first appointment where they were just doing the assessment taking lots of photos, just checking my teeth and what needed to happen. And I knew I needed to clean because it's been two years. Um, <clears throat> so that was not, not a new thing for me. But <clears throat> she asked me if I was grinding my teeth. <clears throat> and this hasn't been something that I've done throughout my life. But over the last six months, and probably just a little bit longer now, so maybe eight months, yes, <clears throat> I had been grinding my teeth. And I'd noticed that I was doing it but I didn't notice it through grinding. I noticed it through meditation and mindfulness activities because what I had started to do was when I was guiding these grounding activities, these mindfulness activities, I was telling the people that I was um, was leading was to relax, open their mouth to relax their jaw and let go of any tension within their jaw. And what sort of came to mind was that I needed to let go of some tension and I needed to let go of something that was coming up for me. And when I went to see the dentist, she said to me, oh, you you can't stop grinding. It's just something that you'll always do. And I went oh, that's interesting, and I didn't attack it from, like, my brain going, don't tell me that I'll, I'll be doing this forever, I'm going to stop doing it now. I didn't attack it from that perspective, which I would have done in the past, don't get me wrong, um, or I would have accepted it too in the past as well and go, oh, well, there's nothing I can do about it, but I got thinking about it, and from a from a mindset perspective, our actions are driven by a feeling, And so if grinding is an action, I was like, what am I feeling? So I got curious about that and I was stressed. And I had been feeling stressed and I had been talking about how stressed I had been um, since about May, I think. And so I just noticed that the stress was increasing and I had been talking to to, uh, my naturopath and I had been talking to my nutritionist about it and I have all the tools. It's not like I don't have a a plethora of tools, but I just probably hadn't created that awareness around why I was stressed. And that's probably not true. I knew why I was stressed. I knew there was a lot going on. I just hadn't then attached the stress to what was happening with my jaw. That was what was happening. But yet here I was guiding a meditation, and telling people to open up their mouth just to release any pressure in their jaw. And I was like, are you doing that too, Susan? Is that actually for you and not for them? And I've been doing a lot of work around shoulders as well. So getting people to just lift their shoulders up to their ears. You can do that with me while you, while we're talking and then roll them down their back and just let them relax. And that can release some stress and pressure as well around that area. And so, here I had this gift from the dentist who said, you'll never get rid of it. And I was like, well, I think I could. Let's have a look at that. And then I discovered, well, grinding is the action. So and actions are driven by feelings. So what am I feeling? Okay, I'm driven. It's stress. And so what can I do to start to release some of that stress? And there were a couple of things that I could do. One was really being aware of it. So talking about it is one thing but actually being aware of it in my body and just letting myself relax in those moments when I found that I was grinding. And sometimes that was happening through the night, but it would wake me up. So I was going, oh, I'm doing it again. Okay. It's okay. Just relax. Just let it go. There's nothing to be stressed or worried about in this moment. And the other thing I did was, was write down everything that I had to do and got really specific on some of the things. And then I spent time tidying off some of those things just closing them out or extending what I would normally do so for some of the work that I was doing I actually did a project plan and just had a look at when does the classes start how long do they run for what is the prep work when do I need to drop things in so I got really detailed around the process for it and that was really supportive too So that helped me see what was going on and what was coming up and I was able to put it into my calendar and then I was able to just not, we naturally just let go of things because I I was still kind of a little bit heightened, but as I would work through the process, I went, oh, it does work. So if I just keep aligning to my calendar, then in this regard, then it would keep flowing. Like I could just follow that bouncing ball because I'd already prepped for it. And then as more contracts came in, I was able to add those to my project plan, and then I was adding to the process, like documenting the process for that, so I could follow that bouncing ball that I'd already placed, put in place, and effectively putting things in the calendar and doing things a little bit earlier, which then made the next step much easier. So I started to release some of that stress, and that was really helpful, but then I had this clenching that was going on and I'm like, okay, so we've gotten rid of the grinding and I pre- I have gotten rid of the grinding, so that's been about three months um, from when she said it and when I went back to see her, <clears throat> I said to her, I've managed to get rid of the grinding, I'm not doing that anymore, I'm just working on the clenching. And what happened in that session, because I had to have a couple of fillings um, redone. So old fillings that just needed to be refreshed, which is always a fun experience. And my experience of fillings, and I'm sure like a lot of you, isn't particularly great. And the technology has advanced so much but bringing a drill to my mouth makes me feel very unsafe and I'm worried about where the pain is going to come and when it's going to hit because I don't know what's going to happen and of course I need to be super still in that chair because I then don't want any sort of cuts from that the drill not that that's ever happened to me not that I remember anyway but just the pain of having that drill in my mouth um as a young person, because I was 12, I think when I got my first fillings and I had to have four done on both sides of my mouth and so I had to have two done on one side and then come back like a week or two later and two done on the other side. And it was it was horrendous back then. I did really well but it was horrendous. So I still have those memories in my body. And so here I am with the dentist and she's doing all the work and there actually is no pain. So that was really surprising through the whole process even the clean and scale because down my bottom teeth the front ones can be really have been in the past really sensitive and the fact that I haven't had my teeth cleaned for two months for two years I was like oh this is going to be painful as all hell and it wasn't at any stage but I was heightened and really super alert that something was going to happen the whole time so I was struggling to breathe (laughs) I was uh, just waiting for that pain to kick in. And the funny part is that it never did, which was amazing. Um, so I was really happy with that. And she was really happy with, uh, like, my teeth in general um, in terms of her brushing. She said to you, said to me, do you use an, um, an automated brush? whatever you call them, but you know, you know the brushes, you just press a button and it does all the work. And I said, no, no, I don't. And I didn't expand into what I use, because I use a bamboo toothbrush and I use natural um, toothpaste. I don't use the branded ones. And she was really happy with it and she was also really happy with Chris's. Now he uses a combo. He does whatever he wants. Sometimes it's the branded ones that you'll see, but sometimes actually at the moment he's using the natural toothpaste. Uh, which you can buy at a supermarket, and then he just uses whatever toothbrush he feels like it. So sometimes it's the plastic ones, um, and sometimes he's using a bamboo one as well. His choices, right? Um, so that was really a good takeaway. So here I am in the chair, and I've got this clenching issue, and I realised while well, I've got this drill in my mouth and she's doing work, the words that I was saying to myself was, you're safe, you're safe. You're safe. And then I realized that the clenching was actually a tie, is actually tied to me feeling unsafe. And I was like, Oh, that's really interesting. So I've still got my mouth wide open. She's in there with the drill. And all I'm thinking about is, Oh, what areas of my life do I feel unsafe in? And whilst I could run through each of the areas of my life, the one area that I felt unsafe in was around my career and money. Now, this is going to be consistent with a lot of you listening. So I, my heart goes out to you because I'm, I'm there too. And then I was thinking about, Hey, not that we have no money in the bank. That wasn't the issue, but it was like, you've lived in the past on like the smell of an oily rag to the point where you're waiting. Like you've, you've got 10 bucks in the account and you're waiting for the next payday. You've lived like that and you haven't felt unsafe safe during that time. And then I clicked in. I felt safe because I knew when the next payday was in. I knew when that was coming. And through the work that I do now, I currently don't know when that next payday is. Now, that's not to say that I can't create it. So I want to point that out as well. We think that we have no control over who's coming in the door we can control that to a certain extent. We can, through our creations, we can control it through the things we put out in the world and when we put them out in the world, all of that sort of stuff. So we can time our income according to what we need and we can actually generate more income through that perhaps a release of a program um, than we actually need for the whole year. So it depends on how we structure our businesses as to how everything sort of plays out. So it was really interesting to have a look at that whole concept around safety and what it meant to me to be safe. And obviously in the past, it's meant to have a regu- it's been about having a regular income. And so I felt safe because I've had that. And so now that I'm aware of it, Now I can start working through it and I can start playing around with it. And, yeah, I can just start going, what do I want to create? And I can start creating that on purpose. And I can start letting go of some of that (laughs) clenching. So the clenching isn't fully gone yet. It is a work in progress, but I can definitely feel it releasing and I can feel that releasing through some of the things that I've created and through uh, the opportunities that are being created with me, and I say that with me, i.e. co-creation with the universe, so I say it a lot more broadly, um, and that things are coming to me because I'm in alignment, and I'm deepening that alignment every single day. So the purpose of this podcast is just to share with you that anything is possible, and that's something that I've always believed, and that we can change things. And the gift that my dentist gave me was saying to me, you can't change this, you'll have it forever. And I was like, really? Interesting. (laughs) So thank you for that gift. Like, I can't appreciate her more for that. And then for me, being able to go on that discovery path and have a look at what was going on for me, what are those feelings, and what are the thoughts attached to the feelings? So our actions are driven by our feelings. Our feelings are driven by thoughts. So what are those thoughts? And hopefully I've unpacked that enough for you in this space. And I'm just using the dentist as an example because this can show up in any area of our lives. And so we always have this opportunity to learn and grow and evolve and change, and it all comes through our beliefs, and that belief that I have is that anything is possible. And so I don't have to be stuck, in inverted commas, grinding for the rest of my life. I can actually start to change that, and I have changed that in a really short period of time, and now I'm working on that next evolution, and it's coming. It doesn't have to happen overnight, um, but I can still feel when I am grinding, uh, sorry, when I am clenching. And one of the other reasons that I clench is <clears throat> I had braces a couple of years ago, and the whole purpose was to move a particular tooth, and I have it in my brain still as a story that I have to have a mouth guard in, and if I don't have a mouth guard in, then that tooth is going to move. And what doctor, what the dentist back then and now have suggested is putting in a permanent guard, a plastic, um, into my mouth, which I won't be doing uh, because plastics are endocrine disrupt- disruptors and can play up with our hormones so they can have flow-on effects into our body. So that's my choice and I won't be doing that. And then I was like, do you know what? the whole purpose of what we did with my tooth to fix that tooth, we've achieved it. And now I've just got this little concern, this little niggle around if I don't hold on tight, because what happens is it's a top tooth that um, now that we've got it out where it is, the bottom teeth will support it and keep it where it needs to be. And so what my brain is telling me is, because of the stories that I've been fed as well, <laughs> is that if I don't wear that mouth guard, then it's going to go backwards, that tooth, and the other tooth, teeth are going to crowd it and I'm going to need braces again, which hasn't happened. And I think I've had the braces off for three, three years now, I think. Um, and, yeah, it's in really good position, like that tooth. I just ran my finger over it. So I can start to unpack that story and just let it go and start to experiment and realise that I am safe. And then I have everything that I need. I know their beliefs that I have um, and now it's just about taking it to that next level. So what are some of the stories and beliefs that you have that aren't serving you anymore or that you want to shift and change? <laughs> have a look at them, write them down and then start experimenting with small ways that you can make those sorts of changes. It's always fun, doesn't have to be hard And yeah, you can just see what happens. You can go on a journey. As I always say to my clients, information is just information. You don't have to do anything with it. So me finding that um, fact that I didn't feel safe, I could then go, oh, well, okay, let's just sit with that for a while. I don't have to do anything with it. But of course, I had another hour in the chair, so I played around with it while I was there. (laughs) All right. I think that's enough for today. Thank you so much for being here. Um, And come over to my Facebook group or our Facebook group our Soul Life community and joining the conversations over there. We create It's a lively group. Um, it's all about creating change and making things, yeah, doing things your way and having a safe space to share what you're doing, where you're at and what you want to create in your health and wellness. And also head over to Instagram, my.soul.life.podcast or my website, susanscolan.com forward slash podcast. Find the episode show notes for this episode and let me know what you took away from it. I always love hearing what you took away from it. So Thank you so much. And thank you to all the emails that I receive as well. It's really lovely to read what you're taking away from these podcasts and how much they're resonating with you. And if this episode resonated with you, feel free to share it with somebody that you love and that you know it will resonate with. All right, I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.